factual design wasn't prepared this topic much more than I had time to do. It's Hanukkah today, but uh, started a topic last week, but I want to continue a little bit. Regarding the relationship of Abish and the Yidin, the difference between time of Bolus and the time of Mashiach. So the Chacham tell us that the difference is comparable to Kiddushin, the difference between Edison and Nisuin, between a woman that's only in the Kudashas. Again, Kudashas doesn't mean engagement. Engagement is just a formality. Kudashas means that there's a king and you gave her the ring, whatever it is, that she's actually considered the person's wife. But they still are not living like husband and wife. She's still living in her father's house. Today it's done, the Kiddush and Nisuin are all done together. In those days, years ago, it used to be a year apart. In time of legal mother. And then he's suing his husband writes to wife a ksuba, a marriage contract, nothing. She goes into his house and they live like husband and wife. So there's a medrash, the source for this discussion, the source for this t- concept is two things. There's the mother that I mentioned last week, the mother in Sakhtik Sachim, Perikha it's also brought down a ksubas, based on a passage that it says, that when Mashiach will come, we will call the Abish their Ishi. Uh, he translated in English, I'm not going to, the difference of this translation won't come out. Well, you call David Ishi my man, not Bailey my husband, my master. So it says the difference is between a Kala that's in her father's house, that she's Mukadesh, she's already betrothed. That's the official English translation for Kiddushim, but she's still by her father's house. Or a Kala, the Chami, a Kala in her husband's house. Her mother says her father's house, but it means her husband's house goes. Those days it used to be different than the way it's today that the woman used to go to live with her husband, which usually used to live near his parents. So in other words, the Zmanas that didn't are compared to a woman that's Mukudeshish, that doesn't didn't and the Ibish are husband and wife. But the Yidna are more only in the state of Adis and not in a common you know you know complete marriage like it will be when Mashiach will come. So that's the Gemara that's brought down. There's a Medrash here as well. The source for this is usually mentioned as the Medrash. It's a Medrash Rabbah at the end of Shmois. Shmois Rabbah, then the Pasha Tesvav. The Medrash brings the Pasuk, as Medrash is speaking about the Pasuk, Achredish Azalachem. That it says that the Yidin were given the mitzvah of uh, sanctifying the new moon. So it says a marshal to a king that was Makadish a woman, and he wrote for the Kiddushin, he has to write something, so he wrote her, he gave her a few presents. When he came to marry her, he wrote her, he gave her a lot of presents, like a regular husband does. So he says, this world is Edison, this world, relationship of Ebesha and Budidin in this world, as compared to Edison, as compared to a woman that's betrothed to her husband, but not completely married. And he brings a pasuk, that I will, it's really a positive lesson to about when Mashiach will come. The Medrash is applying it to nowadays. Adabish and Didn are like a Arusan Arusa, someone that was Makadish, a woman, but he didn't completely marry her yet. So therefore, he only gave them over the moon. He didn't have the Shlita, the rulership over the moon, they sanctified the new moon, they're in charge of the calendar. Mashiach will come, then there will be complete marriage. Like it says, David shall be like complete husband. At that time, he'll give the Yidin the rulership over everything. As we've been the Pasuk, that the Maskilim, those that understand, who will shine like the shine of the sky, those that are Matzikeh Harabim, those that are 
righteous with the public will shine like stars. Medish is implying that even we have rulership, at least one way from the time Medish over the, all the skies, all the all the planets, so they will give everything over to, in their, their possession. So this is the uh, this is the method. Now, if you want to discuss a little bit of Nikola, it's more really Drush. Hey, I don't know, you know, all the Drush is really its own world on its own. If you look in the old Drush sort of like the Shida and others, you know, the whole different aspect of Taita that's probably not usually discussed in Yeshiva language, not also not even the Chassidus language so much. But the Gemara says over here like this. The Gemara says that... Um, The show the Gemara says that when Yidden used to go up to the base Hamikdash with his three Yamun Tovim, Pesach, Shulos, and Sukkot, so they used to roll open the Parochas, the curtain that was separated between the Kodesh and Kodesh Hakadosh and the Holy and Holy and Holies, and they used to they used to show them the Kruvim, the, you know, the, the two Kruvim were in the shape of male and female, which represented Eibush and Yidden, that they were like hugging each other. And when Yidim were able to, yeah, Pesach, Shavuos, and Sukkot. That's when Yidim were able to go. So they used to roll open the Perechas. Yidim should see the Kruvim like attached to each other in a way of affection or in a way of love. They used to tell Yidim, see how much Hashem treasures you. This was, we know that when Yidim were doing the Yidim, they wanted so miraculously the Kruvim were facing each other. They were like attached to each other, clinging to each other. When Yidim weren't, then it was the other way around. So he says, the Gemara asks a question. The Gemara says, the Rafchista asked the question that it says that when they used to, even when, when they used to travel in the desert, even the Levim were not allowed to see the other. They had to, the Koyanim had to cover over the vessels of the Beis Hamikdash before the Levim could go and carry them. There's a, there's a prohibition. They weren't allowed to see or they couldn't touch. They couldn't see like They couldn't. They want before they went into the Mishkan to take it apart. The Kainim had to first come in, cover over the holy ark and the menorah and the mizbech and everything, and then they could come. They weren't allowed to see how they're being covered over. So over here, the Levim, was this was the chi of mis was a very severe punishment that was punishable by death by. They weren't allowed to look, not just touch, to see. If they went to see, were punished by death by heaven. I think so. I think it says, yeah, it says, it says that the Levim were, uh, the Levim were the, nothing, whatever, I don't want to get into this, but the Levim were the least, had the least, if you look at the count of the numbers of the Shvatim, the Levim had the smallest amount. So it says, why should you order mechalabem when you're too close to to, to live electricity? It goes whatever. So I'm saying the levim were, you know, if they weren't careful, the holiness of the of the mishka, and they they, you know. Yeah, that's a little fine. That's a, anyway, so the gemara, so the gemara says, let's not let's not get off on the tangent over here. When they went into the barns, they had shooters at the end of the day, they couldn't even have. They used to be a Seder who went in, praying him. It's not even had the Israelim that went, and even if Tumayim would need to be, I think. But I'm saying, fine, but that's clear. They didn't, they wouldn't, they didn't want to look at the Kodesh HaKadoshim period. Not even on, not only at the other. Only because, yeah. 
Anyway, so the Gemara says, Rav Nachman says, he brings a marshal of a kala, of a bride that, as long as she's in her father's house, in other words, she's, again, keep the, it's important to have the context in mind. She's not just engaged like you have today. She's actually, halakhically, considered his wife for all practical purposes. If someone were to have relations with her, that person would be considered to have relations with a married wa- woman. So, as long, but as long, but she's still not, they still... She was still in her father's house. It was only the first stage of marriage, just the Kiddushin. So as long as she's in her father's house, she still doesn't feel comfortable with her husband. You know, she's she's she, she's married. She doesn't express herself. She, so he says, but when she goes to her father-in-law's house, in other words, her, her husband's house, she's not, you know, there's a certain, she's open. She got, you know, they're living together now for, you know, you know, curious in a set way. So, you know, she's not bashful anymore. She says similarly, in a certain sense, the same thing was the difference between the Mishkan and, and the, the Mishkan in the desert and the Beis Hamikdash in Yerushalayim. When the Mishkan was in the desert, the relationship with David Shavu Hidden wasn't a complete union yet. The Mishkan was a temporary dwelling, etc., etc., whatever you want to whatever the explanation might be. So, therefore, the hidden weren't yet fully comfortable with the Shechina, so to say. There was still a certain um, separation, some type of, you know, protocol that was put into place. Hidden weren't able to see the Holy Ark, weren't able to, like, be clearly, openly see and have that, you know, <clears throat> the, the, the Oren itself. When the base Hamidish was built, so then, Debesh and the Yidna are, like, completely one. So what's the point of covering the Ark of being bashful? Now it's like a husband and wife. Uh, there's no, you know, there's no barriers, there's no formalities that they have to go through. They know each other very well. So that's what the Gemara says. That's why they used to open up the Parechas. So the Gemara says, the Gemara asks a question. The Gemara says, mentions that there was a story, and we know there's all, all many different opinions what happened with the other Nakodesh, with the Holy Ark, when the first base of was destroyed. Ramon Paskins, that it was hidden away. Underneath the Kodesh HaKadoshim and the whatever, and all the caves and hiding places, they didn't find anything. The Arabs won't, the Arabs won't let them look over there. They'll start looking at it, they'll be, they'll go crazy, which is, that itself maybe is not good, but at least it's good. The devil was very against, well, sometime they came up the whole thing, that there was a certain tunnel they wanted to check out. And, Rebbe, I think, maybe say they found the place, maybe the certain spot, maybe the I don't know the whole thing. I'm not sure if I can't recall these mice, I'm not really sure or not. But Rebbe wrote a letter, it was with the Shumoyfin, I think he wrote a letter to Rabbi Getz, the Rebbe of the Kaisel. He shouldn't allow the Shumoyfin any archaeological things to, to, to go. They have the, all, the whole, all the tunnels that they dig into, that's something outside of the Harabai. It's really everything that's on the other side of the Kaisel. But at any rate, what would they do if they would find it? And if they do find it, what are they going to do with it then? Says the Gemara, Mashiach will come, will have what to do with it. So the Gemara asks, so, so there's different opinions. One opinion was Darim went above, or the whole of the whole. One opinion is the Gemara says the story that there was a certain place in the base of Mikdash that there were two Kranim that were once working, and they saw. I think it was one of the rooms uh, in the not sure whatever. They saw, he saw that somewhere on the floor, there was one of the stones on the floor looked a little different. He realized it must be, it must be leading to something, to somewhere. 
So uh, he started showing to his friend, but he, before he had a chance to, I guess, to finish off all the information, he passed away. So they knew they knew for a fact. They knew for a fact that that's where the Oren is was concealed. So, um, the second wasn't there. The autumn was still hidden. I'm not talking about touch or not touch. In the second base amikdash, the shechina did not rest as it rested in the first base amikdash. So in the second base amikdash, the autumn wasn't there. The matumim didn't work. There were five things that were missing in the second base amikdash. The second base amikdash was not a gula shleima. Wasn't uh, it didn't come to the first base amikdash. The Ebi you know, was a much lower, was a lower level of Ashras Ashkina, of the Divine Presence dwelling. But the Gemara says, if the Ebi and the Yidin are so open, so what was, why, why did that Koyim, was that Koyim Chayim Misa for trying to reveal the place where the Oden is hidden? But the Gemara says, the Lashon Azari, says, Amalei Niskarsha Ka'am, but Niskarsha Chaz L'chibasar Yishayna. So the Gemara says, once the Yidim went into Galos, the whole separate discussion, which I don't want to get into, it, I don't know too much about it. Anyway, there's a whole discussion about it, saying Pshat and Drush and Soid. The Yidim are, so to say, divorced. Well, they're not really divorced, because the Pasuk says, hey, where's, where's the letter of divorce that I gave you? But they're treated in a certain sense as if they're divorced, right? They're, they're thrown away, like the woman that's sent away. She says, in such a case, the Gemara says, so she returns to their original. In other words, they're not comfortable with each other so much. Therefore, Bismana Golos, again, is a prohibition of you know seeing the other, knowing where it is, and so on and so forth. And now, you have to keep in mind that this is in the time of the second Ah. Trapping Mother is even more that that when they were when the husband divorced her, and then he remarried her again, which was the second Mesamitosh, they're still not as close. As they were in the first marriage, it's like it's more of a distant relationship, like when they were first in the stage of kiddushin before the nisuch. But we have here what's going on on this. There's two things over here. So from this gemara, we've seen that what that even in the first base hamikdash were considered like a kala of a base chamiya that they that by the first base hamikdash you already had the level of nisuch of complete relationship with the eibushdan. It's only the second base of Middash you didn't have. So the Medrash says that the whole Elam Haza, the whole Elam Haza was only Edison, was that, in other words, even the first base of Middash was only a level of Edison, was only a level of Kiddush, it wasn't a level of Nisim. So you have the Chidah in the world, the world of Drush, he has a whole long Arikhisamas, he has a safe called Dvarim Machadim. Here he goes, I think it's in Drush Lamed, and he goes back and forth on this, different ways of looking at it. Whatever it is, but the bottom line is, is that uh, I mean, in 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 Havana Seinian, in the concept, the word definitely is that true. In the first place, Amitish was a certain closeness of Eibushu with Yidden, but nevertheless, compared to the way of Bimah Mishiach will come, it's still in the way, in the way of Eibushu. You can have within each level, you can have everything is relative. You can have something which is called Nisuin. Marriage compared to one level, compared to high level, still called Edison. It's only called Kiddushin. So, okay. 
But anyway, but that's what the Medrash says. Medrash says that only when Mashiach will come will there be a complete marriage. Why does you know, they have a muscle. You want to hear a muscle? You want to hear a muscle? So, so I'll tell you a muscle. The question. question. He doesn't want to answer. So I'll tell you this word. The Gemara says in Sechta Brachis, somewhere towards the beginning, says, Some of the violates words of the Chachamim Chayav Misa, right? Sounds, sounds very hard to understand. You have somebody, how many things in the, in the Torah, there's a certain amount of loisas, a certain amount of negative commandments that you chayim misa. Say some of the violence, anything the chachamim say, hey, Rashi, whatever, before I should explain, doesn't mean that he violates it because he's too lazy, but it means he violates it because he doesn't consider that the chachamim are important. So that's a certain severe offense of the chachamim. But still, still only the chachamim, if you violate the Torah itself, you're not chayim misa, only in certain things, in certain cases. And here, some of the violence, where's the Chachamim Chaimisa? It doesn't mean Chaimisa bidei base, not that the base nickel kill him, but but bidei shemaim, the hands of heaven is Chaimisa, so why? So there's a word, there's a marshal that's given to explain it. But first, he's living a citizen in the land. How many offenses could he do, crimes could he do that he's that he could be deserving or that he could approach the status of being judged to get the capital punishment? He has to do something very, very severe, right? Okay, so I don't know, kill someone or do something. Now, what about the someone is standing outside the border of the country? And today's day, probably a little bit different. Today's day might still be applicable, particularly in the olden days. Somebody's trying to hop around from Texas to America, whatever. He's trying to cross the border, and the guard tells him, stop. And he doesn't listen. What would the guard do at that point? He'll shoot him, right? What is he doing? If he would live in the country, he would only be put to death if he does a serious crime. Here he's just crossing the border. But the word is, the border, the border guard is protecting the, the, the security of the whole country. If someone plays around with him, he's touching the etzim mahus of the whole country. Understand? So the same thing is in the Torah itself, it's like a citizen living in the country. So then you have to judge, is this sin severe enough that it should warrant the death penalty? When you start up with the Chachamim, their job is to protect the shlemus of the Torah. If you're starting up with them, it's like you're starting up with a border guard. He's just a border guard, he's just crossing the border. But it, it stands for something much more, you understand? So the certain things, not everything is quantified by how, you know, certain things because you of the... Because, because beautiful... And one of the people touched it, killed the devil, touched the was killed, he, well, he deserved to be killed, but David HaMelech was upset. Because he made a mistake. Not he was upset the guy was killed. He was upset because it was because of his mistake that the guy went and touched it. Not upset that the guy shouldn't have been. Not, not, in other words, he felt that if he, if he should have had them carry it. It's a whole separate discussing over there. But I, now is not the time to get into all these side tra- track, side travel things. But anyway, I wanted to say it's like this. The last thing I discussed is many various angles of understanding. What does it mean that Mashiach will come be the state of Nisun? So I discussed that Rashi says that the, the, the I mean the certain Pirushim, I don't, I don't want to repeat it last week, let me just go a little bit back to it. So you have one thing that one one fundamental explanation of this, you have the Maramat Prag. Maramat Prag and that's what he saw in Parakman Zain, he gives an interesting explanation. He says, in this world, what he calls Elam Hazah, this world where Gashmis is still felt as a Matthias by itself, it's separate from its pure spirituality, so a yid by, on his own accord is not always running to do what Abishur wants, right? There's some type of 
we as Bnei Yisrael, not necessarily on our own, always, you know, cleaving ourselves to the, attaching ourselves to the Eibushir. It's more that the Eibushir has to be moedir us. So he says, has to awaken us. So he says, that's why the idea of Baal versus Ish, like I quoted earlier in the Pasuk, the Baal shows on a... Ish and Isha, the term Ish and Isha shows on the unity between husband and, husband and wife. The term Baal shows more that the husband is doing something to make the wife a receptacle to him. You have Pashtun Shad, Baal means Bila, or Baal means a master, or, but it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's an act that he's doing. Kikachish, Isha Uvali, he's doing something that is making her connect to him. In other words, the woman, which in the Marshall and the Nimshu reflects Yidna on their own, are only connected to it's really dependent on the Eibishter being Moedra. But Mashiach will come, since then the world will become one with godliness. We will, it says in the case with the Savior again, right? The woman will surround the husband, which he interprets to mean it won't, you won't need the husband to run after the woman, you won't need the Eibishter to, so to say, to run after the Yidna to awaken them. But even on their own accord, there won't be any separation. It'll be Isha and Isha. But that's what it means. means even are another Rishus. They're in another domain. And the husband, the man, the man, the, the, the Eibishter, so to say, has to awaken them. They're still in their own comfort zone. They're still in, the, in their own space of this world. And the future will be the Yidna and David will be together in the same place. It will be the world, this physical world, the Kamon David will be based on be together with David in, 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 in a revealed way. You won't have to. So then there won't be any, you know, there will be a complete relationship. David and Yidna that will be natural, automatic. Yidna and David won't have to do a pull to be married. That's the way he explains it. There's also Chassidus explains this. I, I mentioned the last week a little Chassidus said the one, one other point. So this explains that the relationship of, of Kiddushin is a relationship more in a way of Makif. It's, it's, we also know that the, the way Kiddushin is done is the Chassan gives a Kala a reed. A reed, you know, a circular, which represents something that transcends, like a circle. The Chuppah also is a transcending thing. What is Nisuim? What is the ultimate point of, of marriage? Is there's a relationship of husband and wife that would, where, where, where the husband gives his tipa, his etzen to the woman, and they have children that are that are in the children. The husband and wife are united. So the uh, the, the relationship of Debishter and the Yidden is is like Edison. The the last lava will be the shle, the complete unity of Debishter with Yidden, and one of the things the Chassidus highlights this means will be the revelation of the secrets of the Torah. Was a revelation. To, now we have the Torah. We don't really understand the Torah. There's many things. Simple example Tzitzis gives even after Migla. Torah says that by Tzitzis says that by night, Aksus Laila Garmadei wear by night is not Chayiv in Tzitzis. Why not? Why not? Because the pasuk says Rishma, so you should see it. And by night, whatever. Those days, at least, it wasn't Shabbos. That's a whole discussion from the Garmadei wear by night. The Garmadei is designated for night time. It's not relevant right now. On the other hand, it says that someone that's blind is high for its So the so the so the Mitrabe asks, why? What's the logic of it? The, the, the words recently so the same. Why should you interpret this episode one from one pasuk you learn this, another pasuk you learn that? Why using the pasuk this pasuk to say that a, a garment they wear by night is potter from tzitzis? Another pasuk you're using that a blind person is high Why don't you say the other way around? 
Besides, it's just being an example. So many things in Torah, people always learn the modern. They say, why? Why can't I fight this? So I tell them, we talk to right. Too much comes from what we really know. But what we know in Torah today is a fraction of what of, we don't really understand what's going on. Why do we have to say like this or that? So he says, the time of Torah not revealed now. So he says, this is the when Mashiach will come, then the Abish will reveal to Didn the Torah the way it is by the Abish, all the reasons, say it's the depth of the Torah, the premium, more, more, more particularly, the point is the premium of Torah, not just the external part of Torah. So it's like the husband that's in the, in the, in the, in the, in the stage of Nisui, the relationship of the husband and the wife, is not just an external relationship. The husband is giving his premium to the wife, and the premium becomes one. The Abish is revealing the innermost part of Torah, and that's what he's giving you. That's one standard, one, 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 one thing that Chassidus speaks a lot about. Chassidus says, uh, particularly, this is the, this is the Nekud of the revelation of Pini Satayr, which is all to say, but the revelation of the Pini of the Ebishtim. Um, I mentioned also last week, I realized it very Gishmak Asicha, Another another standard explanation that the, that that Mephoshim explained is that when the cow is in the father's house, in a certain sense, it's like a little shit of Rishuis over here. It's like she's inside the husband, inside the the father of some type of rulership over her. So this represents, I mentioned before last week, it would be that the Yetzatoy, the Yetzatara. It also means that that uh, that. Similar to what I mentioned before, the name of the Maral, that the Kala is not in the husband's domain. It's uh, the, the Chassan only sees the Kala in, 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 you know, in select times and this brief exchanges. It's not completely one. So the Rebbe has a Sikh over here. It's in the Kudde Sikh is Kalik Bays, page 612. So the Rebbe speaks. Mentions this in the Kud in a certain sense that Avoida, that Bismana is now at times a level of Edison, where he says that the idea of Edison Kiddushin is that the person, the woman is separated from everyone else, no one else could live with her, but she's not yet completely united with the husband. So that's the Avoida in the time of Golos that you're separated from the world, but you're not completely one with come. So when Mashiach will come, that will be the complete marriage of Abisha with the Yidin. That everything that the Yid will do, same way when there's a complete marriage, there's children born and so on and so forth, the Rebbe says, and I've waited this means that everything we'll do will be a revelation of, will be a Kaili, a vessel for godliness. So the Rebbe says, I'm waiting to give the Rebbe answer one Makuda. First of all, the Rebbe says that even Mashiach will come, will also be, um, still be, there's even higher levels of, will kept on being revealed when Mashiach will come, so complete, completed those higher levels, also both of Davidson. Mash a little bit over here. But the Rebbe says, even though Nisun is the ultimate level, there's still a certain very important lesson we always have to keep in mind from the level of Edison. He says, when the level of Edison, the husband knows, he says, level of Edison, the, uh, we know it's not enough, the husband is not enough, you need to have the father. He says, there could be a year that he's a tzaddik. He thinks that he's already in the level of Nisun, he's completely married to Edison. Like, will be when Mashiach will come. So he thinks he could do things on his own. He doesn't need Abish's Pech anymore. So the Rebbe says that uh, that that's what Barkeichva actually did. Yeah? Barkeichva, you know, whoever it was, Rebbe mentioned Barkeichva, I think, whatever, different Badrashim was. Barkeichva said, he told Abish, we don't need you. You know, I'm strong enough. You know, I have the might. 
you know, whatever it is. So because of that, he lost. He lost. Uh, that was that was the sin that he had that made him lose everything. So a person has to be very careful, even if he thinks he's on the level of Nisuin, the, the lesson of, of, of the Avoid of Edus and the Avoid of Isman is a very important lesson. It means that he always needs the Kayach of the Edushtah. You can't do anything on your own. So a person that's a tzaddik might not always appreciate that. He thinks he's already one with the Ebishter, you know, he can already rely on himself. So we say, no, you always have to come on to the Ebishter. That is one Nekudah, because I'll finish off one other Nekudah, also, avoiding drush that I've been written on the same topic is like this. The Medrash tells us that Ashabin Zadan and Pasha's Bolot, the Mashiach will come, even we learn Taylor directly from the Abishir himself. The Malachim are going to go to the Yidin and ask them, What did the Abishir say? Right now, the Malachim hear what the Abishir says. But for us, the love it says, The Mechitzas and Shal Yisrael, the Fnimi Malachi Yisrael, the Yidin will be directly with the Abishir. So the Malachim will have to ask him, What did the Abishir say? So it says, the 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 darshanim sifrei drush they compare to the same above concept. When the kavod's in her father's house, there has to be sometimes intermediaries. You know, the chos and the kavod are not completely one; they're not living together. So there's intermediaries. In this world, the Torah was given to us through intermediaries. It was whatever was that revealed to us the Torah. When Mashiach will come, we'll learn Torah. Be in the we'll learn Torah directly from the Eibushin himself. There won't be any intermediaries. Why? Because then. We will be, so to say, in Abish's house. We come home with Abish's, so then there won't be a need to have the Torah going through any intermediary level. We'll be learning Torah directly from Abish himself. This is another interesting idea that 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 Sifrei Drush has explained as an inner meaning of the Talib of Beis Chamir. That then we we'll learn Torah with Kiyakad Shibarachu Ba'atzmei. It's not as if we needed to have Moshe. I mentioned this a number of weeks ago also. But it says in other places that. Also, every each reached a higher level than Moshe Rabbeinu, right? Now, Moshe Rabbeinu was the highest level of prophecy, but that was ultimate levels. Every yid said Moshe Rabbeinu is only one times. Every yid will be two times. Fine, because we should have it all taken from the Admanish.